Hello. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to episode number is it 186? 185. 185. Shit, we actually got Christ yeah. Almighty. Never mind. It's just numbers going up, Matt. How is everybody doing today on this nice Monday? We're doing woo. <laughs> <laughs> You, sa- you didn't sound convinced. You sounded like you weren't happy at all. I'm working the crowd. Is that okay? In Dallas? In Stratford. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly less jealous. It's fine. <laughs> that is a bit less much. I think before we like, kick off, I just, I've been thinking about this for two days, and I just really want to highlight the fact that, because I think a lot of news publications haven't really noticed that one of the most amazing news stories ever happened this week. With that chap who took a photograph, got a photograph taken of himself with a bomber mm. on a plane. And immediately people started saying, oh, he's an idiot. Like, cause just because some people had described it as banter. It's I, like, I understood it that he was celebrated as the new Duke of Banter. <laughs> <laughs> well, it annoys me because it's like everyone's called it banter because banter just appears to be like one of those words that people use when they don't know how to describe comedy with any other word. So they just go, I guess it's banter because I don't have the lexicon to it, describe it as anything else. It's banter if you see someone else flinch and you want to dismiss their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Which means this isn't really banter. No. That's what annoys me about everybody going, oh, I don't know, if, that, if that hijacker had flinched and had his feelings hurt, then it would have been banter. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, probably, thing he probably did have his feelings hurt. Like, he was trying to scare the entire Western world. <laughs> <laughs> and a man smiled <laughs> next to his bomb. He ended up with a, a big fucking idiot going, Oi! on his head. <laughs> I just love the, 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 the... It's like the best pragmatic decision in the world of being like, well, I might just die here today. But if I don't, then I'm going to walk away from this with like the best anecdote in the world and a photo. And like just just going well, yeah. It's like it's like roll the, def- the dice. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just the definition of optimism of being like, well, fuck it. Like if I do live, I'll have a really cool photo. But my favourite thing about this whole story is the fact that I, I've read a bunch about it, and consistently, um, they asked his family for a quote and stuff. And the only thing his mum keeps saying about it, they've asked his mum, oh, what do you think? You, you know, your son went and did this. She just is really fixated on the fact that he called it a selfie. <laughs> and she's just like, he's calling it a selfie. It wasn't a selfie. Someone else took the photograph. <laughs> and it's just, it's a wonderful, like, icing on the cake of this mad story that, like, for whatever reason, this is clearly just not a weird thing. It's like, oh, your son's uh, had a photo taken with a guy when he thought he was going to blow up the plane. He's like, yeah, but he thought it was a selfie. As if yeah. he does this sort of thing all the time. I, I admire his fucking attitude to life, but he's constantly misusing neologisms. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what this guy gets up to like the rest of his life what he did with as a child if his mum is just not even remotely taken aback by this at all like oh what did he was it oh, a selfie is it oh idiot anyway no i just i just found it amazing that everyone went oh look at this idiot just because he looked like a bit of a marshmallow chump it annoyed me how creased his shirt was his shirt was very creased yeah and the man <laughs> all right Piece it, piece it together, Columbo. <laughs> the man who was wearing a bomber vest, mm. his shirt was pristine. <laughs> Are you saying he'd put the bomb onto the other guy? <laughs> no, I'm just saying he has no excuse to have a crumpled shirt. If a man with a bomb strapped to his chest can keep a nice ironed finish to his top, this, that, this the, other it's, it's selfie touch. man... What's he doing there? He didn't even look that bantery. He looked like he was a fucking straining to take a big plump one i think it's brilliant and it's reminded me that like if and when i get to the point where i think i'm almost certainly going to die in a situation i'm going to do my best to try and take a cool photograph of it because i would have asked to try <laughs> it on yeah imagine if they'd actually like it was a real one just and they disarmed him just through like Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Now, Can I now I'll try it. Now, now the police will try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That would have been amazing. Anyway, yeah, I just, I just thought that hadn't got enough attention, so I just used uh, my platform here to just signal boost. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Feels <Thanks> important. <laughs> yeah. What's oh. that? <laughs> yeah. So, Gav, how was WrestleMania? Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe. Right. Pants. <laughs> Chips. Uh, wait. 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 <laughs> Can... Can you just take that off, please? Yes. Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> that's Joe Scrabble. That's not Gavmer. That's Joe Scrabble. Fuck! He's in his first live show appearance. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> wearing, 
wearing one of one limited edition regular features t-shirt. <laughs> limited Joe edition. I had to, do you know how long it takes to draw a cartoon effigy of a face this generic? Unbelievable. This took me three hours and four focus groups. It's unbelievable. Do you want to move in a bit? I feel like you're very... I can do. Well, actually, you're not supposed to be here, so would you fuck, fuck off? off. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's like, it's so fine. I, I kind of don't spend many time in any podcast with you because you're normally there as so kind of replace me. <laughs> Fucking dream on, mate. I know. It's <laughs> um, so um, I wanted to use my, my feature, really, as a way of getting to know Joe. Mm. And for this, he's too far away. Can we just all shift around? Please? I, I want to sit next to Joe for this. Oh, okay. I right. want to be as close <laughs> as I can all right. to that featureless nothing of a face of his. <laughs> it's an olive balloon that sits at the edge. <laughs> over there. Huh? Uh, well, don't keep me waiting. Go. You're good there. What the fuck? What? Oh, it's all change on the regular oh, features. Choo choo. You'll sit there. Put on the beard! <laughs> oh, this badoo, is badoo, chaos. Badoo, badoo, badoo. <laughs> on the floor. Uh, can I sort of fry some nice. fill-in chat fry while some I combine chat. my stuff? Well, Gav's at oh, WrestleMania. Oh, Gav's, Gav's actually at WrestleMania, combined. unlike you liars. <laughs> oh, well, it's in uh, you and Dallas, you and bloody Dolston. What's that? That's, ignore it's that. It's comedy bang bang. I'll just stop that instant order. <laughs> oh, that better podcast. Wow, that'd be audacious. Just play a better podcast than ours for 15 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what were you talking about? I was talking about uh, the fact Gav's at WrestleMania, which is a really sweet story. Cause, uh, That's he why he's it. not here. He's wrestling. Yeah, because mm. he got into an argument on Facebook with a wrestler and uh, Gav kept sending messages about the guy's mother asking him these questions again and again and the guy ignored him and Gav carried on sending him these messages and the guy ignored him and he carried on sending him these messages. Is this a small town UK wrestler or a genuine... No, it was Triple H. Uh, <laughs> and then, Is Triple H the guy with the enema? That's a question I'm not equipped to answer. Mm. Um, but yeah, then after like he ignored Gav for like six months, but then out of the blue, he just invited him out just to, just to his house in, in Dallas. Haven't heard from him for a little while, but I'm sure I'll have a great feature out of it. Fucking hell, we might as well... It, it's, 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 we can't match that, ever. I did fabricate that. Was that not obvious? No! <laughs> it's the kind of thing Gav would do! <laughs> It's fabricated the idea he'd been killed by no. a wrestler. <laughs> Which one's dead? Which one killed his wife? Chris Benoit. <laughs> no, I assume, of course He's I thought they an excellent technical wrestler and murderer. <laughs> Ten minutes into your first podcast, you're already talking over me. Sorry. <laughs> get to Joe me. <laughs> I'm going to get to Joe you. Yep, that wasn't getting my joke. Joe you, getting to scrabble about you. Wanting to blow you, fit both your balls in my mouth. Getting to blow you, licking a pube of your belly. Now it's gone in my fucking neck. <laughs> Could you not even get a karaoke version? <laughs> YouTube turn P3. It wasn't there. Fuck it. You heard me over it, didn't you? It worked. She, she, she walked as an auto-tune. Ah, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. Hello. And this has gone scripted now because I can't trust myself to do a single second of unscripted chat. Mm -hmm. Hello, Joe. At last, we meet on air. Hi, you big wet Nelly. Hmm. Bit aggressive. So, what's the fucking deal with you muscling in on my territory? You think you can fill these boots? I've got to be honest, Log, although these boots are big, a little sparrow tells me that you only need big shoes because your feet are too wide and your toes don't even go all the way to the end. That's actually literally true. <laughs> and I think it also works as a kind of analogy for my own laziness and unfulfilled potential. <laughs> but that's as may be, Scrabbles. Why are you here? I've got an eye on my sweet Patreon money, you smelly boy. I'm going to replace you as the mindlessly vulgar member of regular features. Hmm. Mindlessly vulgar, is it? Smelly boy, is it? Yeah, it's a cushy deal. You've got to go on here, and I want a slice of the action. You did the voice I had in mind. <laughs> <laughs>
all you do is mention a part of the body, use an adjective that implies the presence of some kind of moisture, then acting like you've written some porn. A real cushy deal. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not fair. I don't, I don't just put wet words next to part of the body and pretend I've written porn. It's actually, it's actually erotic fiction that I write. Classy stuff. Here's, here's some that I wrote this morning. His greasy leg slid across the car bonnet. <laughs> Her oily forearms trickled across his damp spine like a Rubik's snake. (laughs) And the dog's juicy maw enveloped the sodden boob. Fuck. I I, I suppose there is kind of a pattern developing, isn't there? You're you're in a wet rut, Log. Sex is more than just damp bits of body. Check out this porn, it'll blow your arse inside out. His colossal penis coughed up a huge spiky lump in her vast vagina. (laughs) She slid one gigantic toe up the inside of his anatomically oversized thighs. The dog's enormous maw enveloped the monolithic tit. But you've just made everything dry and big. (laughs) That's not sexy. Uh, Can I just interrupt here, please? Certainly. How big was that colossal penis in your story, Joe? Fucking massive. (laughs) That sounds like my kind of penis. And just for the sake of clarity, were those tits really monolithic? Like two chest-mounted concrete slabs. (laughs) If this wasn't a live show, I would be throttling my dick shaft right now. (laughs) Well, it looks like this has developed from a getting to Joe you into a Joe down. A, a, a Joe down between the porn of wet things and the porn of big things. <laughs> and when I say Joe down, I'm alluding to the word showdown or maybe throwdown, not the word hoedown. <laughs> and how do two men arguing about whether big or wet things are sexier have a showdown or throwdown? With a hoedown! <laughs> <laughs> of course. Obviously. Hit it, custom soundboard app. (laughs) Oh, no, no, stop again. Stop. (laughs) It's very hard to focus on the bit where it begins. Start again. Piano is funny. My sexy fanfiction writing makes your penis go all slick Two greasy humping bodies with an oily ass and dick Glistening effluvia streaming from inside your rotten guts It's wetness that gets people hard and spunking from their nuts When I think of dicks and tits the only thing I see is interstellar nutsacks gliding through the galaxy On a never-ending mission to expand in size and girth A dick so large it has outgrown its home of planet Earth <laughs> The scripted version of the song is at a sit confession That we lack any improv skills and comedic ambition When did the urge to best yourself die inside your heart? I'm sorry I couldn't hear you over this amusing fart (laughs) Just because something is big it doesn't mean it's dry And moistness does not exclude you from being large in size As Ian and Nautilus fight and hope that you can see The sexiest kind of sex is to have big and so juicy Sorts that out then. I can start having tiny wet sex. And I'm freed from the prison of massive bone dry intercourse. <laughs> Joe? Log? I fancy you more than Steve now. <laughs> hey! oh. <laughs> what a. Fake. That's fake. fake. It's fake. It was all the script, wasn't it? I've never copped a feel like I did then and it being fake. It's all sincere with me. All sincere, needy affection. <laughs> well, that's, you feel... Well, that is it, yes. I don't know what that was either. I enjoyed that, though. I feel that like a... everyone got to Joe me. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. If this podcast isn't going well, there's only one variable that's changed. 
That's all. <laughs> Science Steve. <laughs> Whose features are next? Is it my one? Does anybody want to request a jingle? Oh, do we yeah. still do that? Celebrate. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, we got doubles. You two do celebrate. We'll do, we'll do walking <laughs> on the beaches. All right. Should we just do one for the sake of clarity? I was up for that because I reckon ours goes on longer. Bam, bam, down, bam, 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 walking on the beaches, looking at the features. Celebrate your irregular. You did the same thing I did last time. But just say celebrate instead of regular. Regular features. That's not a jingle. That's just a song. Singing songs badly. The meter works and everything. You just can't do it. And now it's time Steve's regular feature. Who we know your favourite is. Sorry, he's gay. Love you. Can't have him. Steve's WrestleMania. I'm mad for wrestling. I love it. But first, everyone wants to hear my bird story. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite the thing. It's, it's taken off. <laughs> nice. Nice, so, use, nice use of language. There's this garden outside where I work in the office where I sometimes go for cigarettes or to have a sandwich. And I often see this little bird. <laughs> Just pottering around, he just bounces around. It's not a different story. <laughs> it's the bird it's story. It's the bird story. Sorry. I was just worried I was going mad. I was like, <laughs> I'm sure we thing. did this, but I was sat over there and he was sat here. Was that a dream? Well, there's a bush. <laughs> there's like a bush. All right. No, no man needs two bird stories. <laughs> <laughs> there's berries that grow on the bush. Right. But the thing about it is, it's like that. Like four feet off the ground? I actually have forgotten this story. <laughs> I've just remembered the ending. And so it's a humdinger. The bird stands underneath the bush and he's like, Do I fly up or do I climb the tree? No. Using your beak is a kind of... He jumps, does a little flutter, like a little double jump, and eats a berry. One at a time. That's my bird story. Is the, is the goal of that to eventually have everyone saying it along with you? <laughs> it got such a good response last time. It was good. It's like a little treat for people who show up to the live show. Pass, pass the microphone around the audience. They all, they all have to finish the story. Well, people are going to be like, oh, you haven't seen the bird story live. It's not the same. Nah. nah. <laughs> you haven't really seen the bird story. So, treasured regular features member Gav is not with us today because he got WrestleMania <laughs> and went to see the wrestling. So that got me to thinking, what if we were WrestleMania? <laughs> okay. Um, I think I've, I've forgotten my script. It's in there somewhere. Go get it then. Shall I do that? Yes. Oh, God. I'm sorry, everyone. Fucking oh. Jesus. Rank amateur. <laughs> I can see it under Log's chair. Why is it under Log's chair? Get Logs it. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> you look bad now and it's my fault. <laughs> when Joe said he didn't have a script, I had to check the script to check it wasn't in that. Because we're that fucking forced. <laughs> fucking amateur. I'm back. <laughs> Hell? I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I just looked really disapprovingly at them for cheering. <laughs> Grow up. Okay. <laughs> the first stage direction on this is tell the bird story. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> log, your log. Help. Matt, your Matt. Thanks. I'm going to be Steve. You're okay. the rock. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Scene one, interior, the Royal Rumble, Rumble Wrestling Changing Room. Is it day or night? This isn't a proper... St- this isn't it's nighttime. nighttime Wrestling room. doesn't happen during the day. Dusk. <laughs> <laughs> when the sun goes down, it's wrestling time. <laughs> it's wrestling town. Is that, is that, is yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. 
Did you have a voice you wanted to do for this? Just be log. Oh. Wrestling log. Oh. Well, here we are, boys. <laughs> 50% wrestling log. <laughs> In, inside the Royal Rumbling Rim. No, I can't do that. Well, here we are, boys, inside the Royal Rumble Wrestling Changing Rooms, where all of the world's best wrestlers come to change into their finest wrestling clothes before they wrestle for the biggest wrestling prize of all. The wrestling belt. Ooh. I can't believe we wrestled so good that we're now all the champions of wrestling. <laughs> no, I can't keep that up. <laughs> just, go, just, go, just go camp like I did. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, do I do log one or log two? There's no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> we're the four best wrestlers in the world. That wrestling belt is as good as ours. Yes. Effortlessly. You're just too butch. You can't do camp, can you? <laughs> Try. But I must admit, it was a shame that I wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin so hard that he fell off a ladder and died of a massive brain injury. <laughs> but we all knew the risks when we became professional wrestlers. Stone Cold Steve Austin paid the ultimate price of being a very good wrestler. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin was just a stepping stone on our way to wrestling greatness. A stepping stone cold Steve Austin, if you will. <laughs> Don't be flippant about how Steve wrestled stone cold Steve Austin so hard he flew off the top of a ladder and smashed his head and died of brain trauma. Matt. <laughs> That's a long sentence. It's a long the world is still mourning its loss. What, are you stripping him of any kind of... <laughs> <laughs> well, Besides. it's the world's loss than oh. Stone Cold Steve Austin Oh, does. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Sorry, I've mis- I completely misread that. <laughs> Besides, I think I can see famous wrestler The Rock getting changed over there. I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate us talking about his wrestling friend like that. Oh, shit. The Rock is coming over here, and he looks pissed off. What did you guys just say about my dead friend Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> Uh, hello, The Rock. Uh, we were just saying how terribly sad we are that Stone Cold Steve Austin was violently catapulted from the top rung of a ten-foot-tall ladder and somersaulted to his un- untimely dis- demise. Well, I'd better not catch you being glib about his agonising ringside death. After all, that's my famous ratchet wrestling catchphrase. Don't be glib. I say it all the time before every wrestling fight. Don't be glib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know your famous catchphrase, The Rock. Yeah, just like everybody knows my famous catchphrase. My name is Steve, and I'm coming at you with my wrestling moves. And, and mine. Can you smell me? Here I am. <laughs> and of course, you all remember my catchphrase. I've killed three widows, and I'm afraid I might kill again. <laughs> you and those fucking widows. I just hate widows. <laughs> <laughs> Look. It's, it's, oh, sorry, I was just taking a sip of wine. That's in there. That's yeah. <laughs> and don't forget my other catchphrase. Stop the wrestling fight. I need the bathroom. I simply cannot wrestle with a colon full of shit. <laughs> oh, and my backup catchphrase. I murdered the wrestler they call Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> when I purposefully jettisoned him from a ladder whereupon he flew through the air and bounced off all the ropes before dying in a crumpled heap of bones on the ground like a big idiot. And who could forget my best wrestling catchphrase of all? I was born in a haunted cave and I will die. (laughs) Sorry, you got me. (laughs) I was born in a haunted cave and I will die in a haunted cave. But in between all of that, I intend to wrestle. Got a problem with that? Got a problem with that? You take it up with my fists and legs. And then then there's my third and best catchphrase. I believe in God, the biggest wrestler of all who lives in the cloud and puts fucks up angels with his mighty drop kicks. <laughs> that was a typo, but I like it. <laughs> that sounds great. What did you say, mean to say? Fucks up angels. Oh, but, <laughs> but he puts them right up. Put a fuck up an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your wrestling catchphrases might be intermittently brilliant and glib, but we'll see who the true wrestling champions are when we're in the Royal Rumble ring fighting for the wrestling belt. <laughs> oh, this is, I storm off angrily. It says Joe storms off angrily, but don't actually go anywhere. You can't. We're on a stage live. <laughs> Why do you have silent jokes? <laughs> guys, guys. 
The Rock seems really annoyed with us. <laughs> if we're going to stand any chance of beating him and winning the wrestling belt, we're going to have to wrestle harder than we've ever wrestled before. <laughs> One, two, three, wrestling! <laughs> oh, we've got... that was really nice. <laughs> okay, scene two. Interior, night. Thanks. Royal Rumbling Wrestling Ring. <laughs> Rumbling? <laughs> Who's the announcer? I'll be the an announcer. <clears throat> Does one of you want to be the announcer? Yeah. Would you like to announce? Come here. Guest announcer. Ooh. <laughs> the sixth member of regular features. Do the ding, ding, ding for me. I've got to draw more on my T-shirt. <laughs> oh, I thought you could. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. I am the inner wrestling announcer. Hello and welcome to the big Royal Rumble wrestling fight of wrestling champions, which takes place here in America. And look, here comes our very first wrestler now. It's The Rock. Don't be glib. (laughs) 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 And now here comes every other wrestler in the world. Brank Troublesome, the King of Britain. (laughs) How are you sure? The Tombskeeper, Big Swallows, Little Swallows, French Bread. I don't need to name them all, but I'll name a few more. The Angry Horse, Satsuma Fernando, (laughs) Fandango Bernadette, Ian, (laughs) Brian, Keith, and the Man with the Snake. So many wrestlers, thousands and thousands of them, climbing into the ring in a big pile. Truly, this is the Royal Rumble. You're fucking amazing. He's good. That was very good. Did you deliberately pick someone who had that voice? <laughs> I think he yeah, was mate, He works at WWE. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got back from WrestleMania. <laughs> like, oh God, I thought we were now. That's just you were so, so entranced by the voice. I'm, I'm overwhelmed by him. Well, Hench. <laughs> God. Guys, this is it. It's time to wrestle the fuck out of all of these assholes and become the world champions of wrestling once and for all. I've got all of my moves ready. Let's murder every wrestler and win the Royal Rumble. You don't need to tell me twice. Okay, this is how the Royal Rumble works. Uh We each get to do a move. Which I'll draw from my hat. Do you have a hat? I've got a pocket. <laughs> For me, hell. And re- read out the name of the move. I've got a reverse parallax leg. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you dislocate every bone in your leg and spin it around like a big floppy sock filled with potatoes. 734 wrestlers murdered. Wow. <laughs> Move. That's It'll good. take more than your fucked up. Oh, well, it's kind of let's just pause. He killed, he killed like more than 700 wrestlers. That's though. payback for you talking over me earlier. They will clap over you. Okay. <laughs> Next time he talks, clap over him. <laughs> Fuck you, people. It'll take more than your fucked up wobbly leg to defeat me, regular features. Okay. This can't go on. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm amazed how, how virulently they responded to that. I'm really, I've not won them over at all. I'm just I think it's more his... that they're under Log's control. It's I'm hysterical fucking... with power. When I said don't be glib, they seemed really happy. <laughs> this is a fucking blithe Skinner box. <laughs> I don't like it. I've got um, a sideplex twister with a scoop. With a scoop? With a scoop. What? That's the most powerful form. <laughs> you leap into the sky and cartwheel around up in the rafters faster and faster until you start to glow with pure wrestling energy. <laughs> which you release in a concussive burst of white-hot plasma that rips through the Royal Rumble wrestling ring. 4,823 wrestlers die. Haha, <laughs> 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 I eat white-hot... No, fuck you, people! <laughs> no, ignore Log. The Rock no, is not a heel! You are, you are released from your spell. <laughs> <laughs> this is Steve's script, so technically you're clapping over here. <laughs> Haha, I eat white hot plasma bursts for breakfast. And while I realise that sounds like I'm saying I eat spoonfuls of semen from a big jizz bowl every morning, that's not what I meant. (laughs) See, you would have missed that. (laughs) Hope you feel very happy with yourselves. I'm going to do a move. 
Uh, I got double elbow off the ropes. Nice. Mm. Classic. Oh, strong. Simple. Classic wrestling move. That's how Brett the Hitman Hart died. Is he dead? He, uh, wait. <laughs> Which ones one are dead? This one's another one who died. <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior. Is he dead or racist? <laughs> Both. It's time for Steve's new feature, Dead or Racist. <laughs> You run at full speed into the ropes and then fall to the ground, feigning injury. When 2,643 wrestlers come over to ask if you're okay, you jump up and elbow them all to death. 2,642 wrestlers murdered. There is only one wrestler remaining. It's me, The Rock. I'm the last one. And I'm the last wrestler left and you'll never ever defeat me. Unless, that is, you know my one weakness. (laughs) Guys, you've got one move left. Who's going to deliver it? Log. Oh, eh? As the person who's most recently in a fight. (laughs) A simple, plain punch. (gasps) So unassuming. How could that possibly defeat the rock? (laughs) You punch the rock right in the nose, obliterating his face and brain. Oh, no, a simple punch. How unlikely. (laughs) I can't believe you punched me to death. Take a hike, The Rock. We're the wrestling champions now. We've murdered every wrestler there is, and now we are the best. Hey! Go down! I quite enjoy throwing stuff on the floor. It's cathartic. It's a good way of declaring the end of the feature. (laughs) (laughs) God, that was violent, wasn't it? So many men died. We've all got belts. We have. Except for Joe. Shall we take them off the belt? Shall we take right. them and hold them above our heads? Yeah. Because we're we the winners take now. take our belts off. <laughs> oh, I can't. I didn't win. <laughs> Fuck it. No, you didn't win a belt. I'm getting in. <laughs> Don't be glib. <laughs> I can't get it off. <laughs> it's the ultimate metaphor. Oh, there's my dignity later. Gone. <laughs> so, another jingle? Another jingle, yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm Gandalf. Oh, I'm fucking do Gandalf. Um, hello, I'm Gandalf. And I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. The mines of Moria, that is. <laughs> New voice, I've forgotten the Gandalf voice. Hi, I'm Gandalf. <laughs> hey there, my name's Gandalf. I like yeah. it, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons Gandalf. It's just a bit like... A bit too much. <laughs> no, uni. Don't seal the portal that will take us all home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. That was my impression of Bobby the Barbarian from the Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Who hasn't done a feature? It's me and Joe. It's the final furlong. Get Who's your next? shit together, guys. I don't know. We didn't decide. I assume you decided. All right, I'm doing my feature now. I expected a applause. <laughs> this is going terrible. Right. Joe Scrabble's inaugural live feature. Yeah. So just gonna I'm gonna plug a thing in. Phil. I thought that's what you did. Phil. Who's Phil? Phil! <laughs> it's the guy who helps him out <laughs> when he's in bad trouble. We don't talk about Phil. Um, I'm in bad trouble. Right, so. Uh, I always like to bring something um, that's self-referential and indulgent to the table. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed uh, while I researched is that you have a voicemail messaging service on your website. Oh, yeah. um... And you treat it with a sort of cruel disdain. And by association, you treat your readers with cruel disdain. You've what you, once you played voicemails that right. you were sent. You could have brought this up in private. You played voicemails I ex- I can once. The free service. Quite close enough to that. Sorry. I, oh. <laughs> further too, further uh, away. Can I explain? You're uh, in it. <laughs> I can explain that the free service only lets you store ten voicemails, <laughs> and I'm not. Don't get into this because it ruins the fabric account. of my feature. <laughs> no. People probably can't leave a voicemail anymore because it's full of ten shit voicemails that we never bothered listening to. (laughs) Well, I've got eight of them. Hey! Gav gave me secret access to your voicemails and I'm playing them. Sight. a liability! Sight unseen and ear unheard. So these are voicemails left by readers for regular features. These are readers' voicemails for regular features on your website. Regular feature... 
Dot, yes. Dot, yes. Oh dear. Right, so we'll start. Well, no, so we listened to a while ago, and some of them were quite frightening. Well, <laughs> let's see how the new ones are. <laughs> okay, so this is the first. Hi guys, big fan of the show. Wanted to use the voicemail feature. Um, Well, he did. Sorry, <laughs> just taking a bite of an apple. But yeah, I wanted to say, I think my favourite's log. I mean, I get your sense of humour. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> right. Okay. So to... Personally, because I've never heard these before, he had a bite of an apple, and then there was a loud... A noise with a cry. Like an anvil drop. Sounds like he hit his head on a pipe. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's weird, right? Was it gravity? What's this? So let's try uh, the second totally unconnected (laughs) voicemail. Hello. I've just come into this room and I'm afraid to say there's a dead body. Next to it, simply a laptop open on this regular features voicemail messaging service. Luckily for justice, my name is Garcia. And I am a detective. Bennett! Bennett! Shut up! I'm recording. Sorry, that's uh, Benny, my saxophonist. Benny does sax. The best. As I was saying, I'm a detective, and I now feel duty-bound to find out what happened to this poor bugger. (laughs) Now, the only thing other than this laptop business that I can see in the way of a clue is an apple. Half-eaten. I know where to go next. That's weird. This is a 90s CD-ROM video game. (laughs) That I want to play. I must have missed it. It's weird. It's all, do you reckon Garcia might be in the next voicemail as well? As I'm if, hoping for an update from a Gar- Garcia once he's processed the evidence. You reckon? All right, let's yeah. see what the next one I'm has. We'll find more evidence than the apple because we heard an audio reference to the apple. We, we need to know what the clock exactly. was. Exactly. Right. So I reckon this will be him. <laughs> Doesn't sound like detective work. Love the show, lads. That wasn't Garcia. Well, that's YouTube's copyright system uh, fucking us into the. Well, maybe that was it. Maybe that was all of Garcia. Maybe that was. I don't know. Maybe that's the whole case. Maybe he pocket dialed us. <laughs> he might. I mean, yeah, yeah. he could have butt dialed. Um, but so, uh, I don't think we should expect Garcia in the next one anyway. So let's just see. Hello, regular features. It's Garcia here. If this victim's going to have come to one place for an apple, it's going to be here. Aussie apples. Apples. Run by Jeremy. Randest in London. The apple man. Come on, miss. You know you want an apple? Jeremy. Good day, Garcia. Coming to gain an apple? No, I'm afraid I'm here on business. Hey, what is it this time? You checking down someone's uh, luggage or something? Sorry to say this time, it's murder, not luggage. Oh, it's truth. Really? Yep. And unfortunately, I think he was one of your customers. Found him halfway through an apple. Going by the browning, it can't be more than five or six hours since he bought it. Ah, oh, Christ. Yeah, tall chap, but looked short because he was bald, but he had a sort of counterweights on his belt. That's the one. Huge, but tiny. Nice guy, yeah. Even if he did keep talking about finding in some podcast or something. Now think back for me, Jeremy. Has anything out of the ordinary happened today regarding apples? You know what, Garcia? Yeah. Straight after I'd sold that apple to your Vic... Some shady-looking drongo came over, said he wanted to buy my whole cart. Every apple I've got. I could have retired. I said, yeah. And he said, no, I've got to have the one you just sold to that bloke. I said, no. Can't go taking an apple from a bloke. Fuck money. 
You gotta have a code. He gave me the most evil look I've seen for three to four years. And he went straight after the bloke with the apple. Didn't buy a single of the buggers. Just think I could be on a beach now without apple money. Oh well. Hope you find the prick goss here. Gotta get back to work, sell these apples. <laughs> apples! 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 God, I think I know who that is. Only one person could want so many apples. Benny! Come on, we've got to go. Keep up. I want so much more of this to exist than does exist. <laughs> it's almost like you found a way to be funny without swearing. So, <laughs> my guess is that the rest of this is definitely Garcia from this point. Whoa! Whoa! Oh my God! He's it's Garcia. <laughs> it's Jeremy the Apple Salesman. Is everyone all right back there? Good. Good. <laughs> Carry on with the voicemails. Right, so this is almost certainly Garcia, so let's let's just turn this on. <laughs> Look what you've done. It wasn't Garcia. <laughs> uh, I can tell you, looking at this, that it's the longest voicemail we've got. So strap in, I reckon it's Garcia. <laughs> 93 minutes. <laughs> Get a drink. <laughs> Regular features. It's Garcia. I've, uh, I've snuck into the lair of the most dangerous man in London, Creamy DeLorean, the mob boss, paedophile, Satanist, apple chef. I'm currently working my way through his pip removal kitchen which is also a sex palace and a poker den with a Ouija board in it. There's juice everywhere. I've got to keep my eyes out. Danger lurks around every apple peeler. Wait, where? Where? Benny! <laughs> If it isn't Garcia, DeLorean, please call me Creamy. I will not be calling you Creamy anytime soon. To what do I owe the pleasure of you being in my poker apple Saxon summoning room? Well, it just so happens that I know that you took a trip down to the Apple District today. Care to elaborate? Oh, Aussie apples. Yes. Delicious, that little Jeremy. I love both of his moustaches. They'd look amazing on an apple. <laughs> Get to the point, DeLorean. Yes, yes. I did want to buy his cart and all the apples in it. But there was one missing. There was a hole, not the kind I like, the one in... The poker, with the ace in the hole that you get in poker that I like. It simply wouldn't do. I needed the last apple. And so you killed him. You killed him over a single apple. No, no, no. Nothing so crass. You think Creamy DeLorean kills his own people? I pay demons to do it after I've summoned them. With my Satanism. <laughs> no, I didn't kill him. You expect me to believe that Creamy DeLorean is meters away from a murder and has nothing to do with it? Pull the other one. Yeah, thank you. It was really aching. Anyway, prove it. Prove it? Easy, look. I took a selfie with him. I just wanted to see the apple before he 
bit into it with his brutish teeth. Look at the timestamp. Impossible that I could have killed him and been out before you found him. Damn. I know all about your detection, Garcia. You haven't got a clue. No, this is one pip that you are not to be pip to the post for. <laughs> Apple jokes. Now get out. I've got to do pedophilia in here. We'll have our day, DeLorean. I'll get you for something. My guess? The poker. Good day, Garcia. <laughs> A dead end. Regular features, I just... I don't know where else to look. It all seems so simple, but now... Where am... This case? I need to think it through. Benny. Let's go home. <laughs> well, I Joe, mean... Joe, did you do the voice of Creamy DeLorean? Yes, I did. Wow. <laughs> I can't actually get that low. It's pitch shifted. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why, did you I, have plans? I'll, I'll, just re I'll just revise my future sex life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Creamy DeLorean, there was sh shades of log in that, so... Oh, it's fucking amazing. Bit. It was very Saturday Night Fry, if you don't mind me saying so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never right. sat on a stage live whilst listening to what is effectively a Radio <laughs> 4 comedy that is funnier than we are. What I... <laughs> What I really wanted to do was minimise the amount of time I had to think on stage. <laughs> and we so could I have found just fucked off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fucking mic uh, drop. Anyway, I reckon this is definitely the last one, so it's just, this is Garcia, right? Alright. Uh, yeah, long time listener, first time uh, voicemail lever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say, like, shows are so funny every week. I, Gav is my favourite. I love Gav. Some of the stuff that bloke comes out with. A um, little bit about me. Um, I'm in prison uh, actually because I, because um, um, I, uh, I stabbed a pig in the heart. <laughs> Sounds like a case for Gus. I've been saying I've been saying it about Gav for a long time. He just he just primarily he attracts, the he attracts pig murderers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's nothing we can do about it. So actually, this is you, you know that guy. So he's been reported. Yeah. He's, he's, he's done a lounge to the last James. <laughs> I need to know where this ends up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so this is the last voicemail. I hope it's Garcia. So. <laughs> Regular features. I don't know what to say. I came into this case full of hope, sure that this had to have something to do with the apple. But I just can't see a way around this. There just seems to be no connection. I've got Benny playing my thinking music and it's not... It's not doing a thing. I haven't got a thought left that isn't Garcia, you're a fraud. I suppose sending you these... strange internet voicemails that I literally never heard of anyone doing before because... It's just weird, but there's something about it. The idea that one of you might listen, it's the only thing keeping me going. I've got nothing, and that, you know, Gav or Log, Matt or Stephen. Ah, oh, Stephen. The idea that one of you might hear this is, is really the only thing I have in my life. I can't even bear the thought that you would just never listen to these at all because that would kill me and I imagine many, 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 many others, other listeners and readers and, and voicemail leavers. So thank you for that at the very least. As for me, I suppose I'm going to have to hang up my huge coat, detective's big coat, and my gum shoes, find a new job. At least I've still got Benny here, playing that sweet thinking music. Benny? What is that you're using as a mute? Is that an apple? Benny, no. Surely not, no. No, be Benny, what are you doing with that second saxophone sharpened to a point? That's only for occasions. No. Benny! Benny! 
That's it. <laughs> Fucking smooth foley work. <laughs> so I hope you've learned a fucking lesson. <laughs> yeah, we'll just ask people to email in sound files from now on. <laughs> Fuck. I feel confused. <laughs> do you want to do, do you want to do a jingle? Or are you too exhausted? 2001. 2001. Is there something I was supposed to say? Yeah, it was These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's something like, hi, I'm the monolith from 2001. Could you racist Japanese boy one? That's like my favourite one. No one, you keep asking for that one. No one else has ever asked that one, but I will do, I will do the racist Japanese boy for Yes. Won't somebody tell me where my feature's gone? My regular feature. Unfortunately, <laughs> 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 that, that jingle in particular is really made by the, the weird, terrible, out-of-tune piano in the background. <laughs> if anyone here is sensitive to that, it's just banter. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to know. So, yeah, um, I'm, uh, next year, I'm getting married. Boo! <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's basically, it's like, it's nice, but it's also kind of bullshit because everybody does it. And that's fine. Yeah, Valentine's Day, it's just sell cards, <laughs> isn't it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, no, there's something particularly about it, which is just this idea of everyone like, it's got to be the best day in the world. You're going to have to have everything going to be perfect. And it's like, well, come on, You hang out with some weird people who actually come up to you and say that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do so it's a just... nice one. Oh, can I come? It'll be a good day out. Yeah. That's why I like you guys. Yeah. Who are you marrying, Matt? You're marrying your mum. <laughs> Yeah, just like old Matt marrying his mum. Yeah. <laughs> That's you outrageous. got him, Steve. That's got outrageous that's awesome. banter. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's off the hook. Tell me where that came from. <laughs> yeah. So many family members to choose from. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, basically, um, as part of this, um, uh, we, we booked a venue and they gave us a bunch of free uh, like wedding magazines, like bridal magazines, and they're fucking... Awful. I mean, this one. I've got. Oh, on, that is a brilliant cover. Yeah. <laughs> I have one here, which is it's called Bride, and what's lovely is it has on the front of it, uh, for those listening at home, a, a woman in a bride's dress um, with a dog wearing a small suit and a bow tie. What? Uh, that that. Oh my I god! I want to see the suit where she's in the fucking the honeymoon suite with the dog. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. It says, there's no mention on the cover of what is going on on the cover. It says, in big letters, a Cinderella story in Hampshire. It's like, that's not fucking Cinderella. (laughs) I know the story of Cinderella. turns into a dog. It's got a a thing with a slipper and a pumpkin, but it's not, she doesn't marry a fucking dog. You open up every page and it just says, woman fucks dog. (laughs) I thought of a joke. joke. Listen, listen. Go on, go on, go on. Talk about dog grooming. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's you really, fucked it, Matt, bringing that in. You know, it's really rare on this podcast that we actually make jokes, so it's really good that we support he, that. He's dressed to the K9s. <laughs> Died off quicker. <laughs> But yeah, the only other mention on the cover, which might be to do with the fact that a woman's marrying a dog, is Bride's Advice, What I Wish I'd Known. (laughs) (laughs) Don't marry four legs. I wish I'd known that my husband was a dog. But yeah, it's kind of fun. It's kind of a fun nightmare getting married and preparing for that. And uh, my other half has, has developed an incredibly fun game she started playing with me, which is pretending she wants things for the wedding that she doesn't actually want, just to see how frustrated I will get in politely trying to say well no this is very expensive we don't really need she said she wanted 3D printed models of us to go on top of the cake and I was like how much are they and she's like 200 pounds I was just like this seems like I was just trying to carefully explain why you know they're not going to be very good they're going to be you know 
What will we do with them afterwards? And after about half an hour, she was like, oh, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't care about this at all. And I was fuming. <laughs> how, how many more things are you going to make me briefly care about? <laughs> I want a tiny hot air balloon. The size of a mouse. But yeah, she was reading this in bed and she started just going through and going, oh, this would be nice, <laughs> That I can it? shoot blood poison blow darts at throughout the ceremony. <laughs> But Sorry. yeah, it's fine. I just after a while of just being like tricked with things, I just sort of I just reached a point and just angrily said, "Oh yeah, well I'm going to marry this dog." <laughs> and uh, yeah, she wasn't really happy about that. But yeah, anyway, these magazines are just fantastic. Um, and I mean, I'll just I'll just give you a brief idea of what these magazines are like, so you never ever ever have to look at one of them. Um, amazingly, right off the bat, they're just like quite clearly just just talking at women uh, who view who view men as sort of idiotic pets in a way. I mean, probably because their other halves have behave like idiotic pets, in all fairness. But it is stuff like, you know, get him sorted well in advance, like, as in, like, you know, make sure he's got a fucking or get, suit. Or, or get Everyone spayed. knows. <laughs> yeah. Everyone like, get... knows that men hate weddings and are massive fuck-ups in every regard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, get the boys sorted well in advance is one of the headlines. It's like, what the fuck? As if there's The boys. Like, oh, yeah. Multiple. Yeah, because you've got, like, uh, there's a bunch A choice. Of a buffet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like a hierarchy of stuff. If you leave them alone, they'll just be in the little wedding reception, just wanking into a pot. Yeah. You've got to corral them. I mean, that was what I had planned, but apparently there's stuff you've got to do. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's also stuff like, uh, it's things like questions being like, oh, what, what do I do if... It, what? What happens if the groom doesn't turn up on time? It's like Jesus, like it's like, oh, well, what happens if he sh- what happens if he shits himself like on the day, like, yeah. and I have to clean it up, like, oh, not now, darling. <laughs> it's a bit what much. If he, what if he answers hypoglycemic shock during the ceremony? What if he's diabetic? What the? F- it's just loads of things you might have to deal with. I don't know if they cover yeah. that. Go on, what is it? What's next? What's next? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm distracting myself from my, what I just said. That's fine. <laughs> Basically, though, this, this, whole, this whole wedding industry is just like a cycle of absolute tits who've done weird, quirky, stupid, expensive shit at their wedding. And then people turn up and turn, take photographs of them, put them in wedding magazines, so people to go, yeah, people have done this, you should do this. And some of the stuff that people do is just fucking mind-boggling. Like, we've had some people who, like... Um, you can buy a, a wedding cake, which is just, like, very expensive, but looks like a series of pillows stacked on top of each other. Because women like pillows. Mm, pillows are good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they are great, but do you need a cake shaped like pillows? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Team Steve. There's a big advertorial about how it might be fun to hire a magician. Just, <laughs> just to have a magician going around your wedding. Isn't that how Gav met his magician? <laughs> it probably is, right? Um, and then, I mean, Gav will be the expert for this because Gav has been to like, more weddings than exist. Um, Can you imagine at your wedding, David Blaine submerged in a cube of water? <laughs> That'd be so distracting. <laughs> you turn around and the bride's drowning with him. <laughs> he clicks his fingers and she's in there with him. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll be fine. That's always a trick. Um, but yeah, uh, the one thing I did love is that you can apparently hire like singing waiters or... So they just waiting out, singers. Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> they wait till they're damn good Just around corners. <laughs> 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 Shit! <laughs> <laughs> but the one I like the most, I did like the idea of, is you can get like people who look just like firemen to turn up tell everybody that the, the building is like a fire liability <laughs> and that the event is off and then they start singing. <laughs> and I just thought like, what the fuck? But also like, imagine if you actually engineered a wedding which was just full of traps and just, <laughs> and just like... A Japanese video game. <laughs> yeah, like you're just trying to fuck with everybody like and constantly making people think that everything's going wrong. Like maybe you could have the bride... Pre- pretending to cry and then she's like ah just, just completely psych out everyone they'd hate you but I mean you get your money's worth <laughs> um, but the saddest thing I read in this magazine uh, which is just it, made, it really made me so sad is uh, one of these little case studies of a wedding and they said we hired a Del Boy impersonator to oh, come God. and heckle us during the speeches oh. <laughs> what? and it's just like this idea that like they don't trust that their friends and family will be witty or 
are brave enough to say or, it. Or to, rude enough to heckle. <laughs> so they hire a complete stranger to pretend to be a cockney to heckle their friends and family. <laughs> they could just hire a cockney. What's, what do you mean pretend there to be a There aren't many cockney. of them anymore. Really? Yeah. Bow bells stopped ringing. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was more ominous than I meant it to be. <laughs> but listen, Dark. I just couldn't stop thinking about Cut that. Cut to the bow bells. <laughs> <laughs> Completely still. I couldn't stop thinking about that, basically. Why would Del Boy be heckling? Like, as a character. Yeah. Whose wedding does he think he's at? That's, a, that's at least a thing. But then the problem is it's put in this magazine now, so God knows how many other people would be like, that's a good idea, isn't it? Let's, yeah. get, let's get Del Boy. Every wedding has a where Del Boy's a prick. <laughs> Yeah. When he pushes that guy through the bar. <laughs> Brutal. Anyway, um, <laughs> not what the scene is. <laughs> anyway, I realised that um, that there's just probably loads of money in weddings, isn't there? And doing stupid shit like this. Yeah. They cost so I upwards thought... of £500. <laughs> they yeah. do. Sometimes more. Up to 999 If you get more than that, it's probably a double wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get like bulk deals. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just thought, how can we make? How can I make some money out of this? Like, of doing a wedding-based industry. And I first thought about it; it'd be great if, like, I thought initially, like, we could probably do a regular features thing to do with funerals. And I thought how amazing it would be if we're like, oh, we're here today to talk about the very sad um, fact that Debbie has passed away. And then obviously, log in the back, we'd just be like, Debbie, <laughs> and everyone would be like, no, she's dead. This is deeply upsetting. But then you'd just be like, Debbie. Well, that's the, that thing that Richard Simmons, you're getting older, Dad. He would just go, you're dead, Daddy. You're not breathing anymore. There's nothing left to you. You're just memories, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. It'd be critically acclaimed, but there's not a lot of money in funerals because they're a bit fucking drab. <laughs> drab. So... <laughs> so what I thought I'd do is I've, I've actually invented something which I think is actually like a brilliant wedding service so this is a little advert so I mean it's not a real advert but what we're going to do here is we can just do like I sort of like um, me. a run through of what the, t- the advert's <laughs> going to be like the TV ad so who wants to be I'm going to be the narrator and then you've got the bridegroom and father-in-law you can choose bride. you want to be bride father okay. father and you're the groom yeah I guess I just do what I'm told yeah this is going to be an exciting <laughs> I'm happy to be part of this. <laughs> that's, a, that's an old school wedding joke, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wish I was a dog. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I like you, dog. I'm going to do a woman's voice. Okay. Getting married was just super great. What a fab, fab day. But the problem is, I can't remember it all. Probably because all of those boozy, fizzy drinks. I'm going to do a woman's voice. (laughs) Sure. Oh, I know, darling. I was sloshed. How can I turn to the audience and keep reading the script, Matt? I don't know. Do it with your voice. (laughs) Do it with your voice. But also, crucially, I wasn't able to be everywhere at once, enveloping our guests like an omnipresent fog. There's nothing worse than realising you've missed something. Perhaps you've missed a bus or an important funeral. But what happens when you miss something wonderful at your own wedding? We've got thousands of photographs of our special day, but really they're just a bunch of 2D bollocks. (laughs) And at the time you just think, well, it suddenly looks like my mother-in-law was systematically grinding every man on the dance floor. But, But there's probably just a really wonderful story behind all those photos that we just... Can't see. But what if you could relive that special day over and over, soaking up every tiny detail from every possible angle? Well, now you can. We'll rig up the entire event with microphones and tiny cameras and fully recreate your special day in a 3D environment to explore at your leisure. But that's not all. We've partnered with the team behind hit video game series Hitman to add a cathartic interactive element to the endless reruns of your special day. Is that, can I do this bit in a, a woman's voice? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. <clears throat> father-in-law. <laughs> Go. Hi, I'm the father of the groom. Watching my stupid son marry that awful woman was undoubtedly the worst day of my life. But now thanks to the 3D Hitman wedding experience, I can relive that awful day with a sense of renewed vigor. As I gravely do what must be done. He's my son and I'll always love him, but he must be stopped. It's the only right 
quote, sorry. It's the only right that I'm the one who does it. I brought him into this world. It's my responsibility. Wow, I think we just doubled down on the race banter tonight. <laughs> Explore the venue at your leisure. Find out why those volivants were cold. Were they supposed to be cold? If not, garrot the kindly woman responsible for the catering. Who let that flower girl eat one of the decorations off the cake before the photographer had taken the photos? That cake cost a lot of money. Do you know what else costs a lot of money? The Dragonoff SVD sniper rifle. It's impossible to be everywhere at once on your big day. But afterwards, there's nothing stopping you being two miles away with a clear view of the venue. It's great! Well, I'm sitting at their place with the grandkids on my lap. On the inside, I know it's like to have stopped it. I'm there with my son and his awful wife. But I'm also not there. Inside my head, there's a better place. I'm changing to Joe's voice. (laughs) It's sort of like remixing the day to make it better. What would it have been like if you hadn't invited all of those distant Scottish relatives who dropped ecstasy before the end of the ceremony and made a point of showing off that they were only wearing kilts? What about if, instead of that, those men were all dead? (laughs) I always wonder what my brother was doing when he went off into the garden during the best man's speech. And when I found out, I thought I'd kill him. So I did, repeatedly, for about four hours. I could never go back and actually stop what happened out there while we were all inside laughing. But at least I don't need to mention it at Christmas. (laughs) Christmas. Christmas. Whilst he hasn't paid for what he did, in a way, I feel like he sort of has. So I feel a lot better about my decision to not call the police. The 3D hit my wedding experience. It's your day. No one can take it away from you. Stand your ground. Protect what's yours. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that lost nuance very quickly. (laughs) Was this show like an hour and a half? I don't fucking know. What time is it? Nine o'clock. Really? Yes. That's Joe's fault with the stupid long feet. It was really long. Ten minutes. It was like 20 minutes. It felt longer because it wasn't funny for so long. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. It just just made the jokes feel more precious when they came. (laughs) So, um, by running over, we have actually incurred a £250 fine. Um, on the way out, us. if you could just drop £10 in the bucket, that'll mm-hmm. really help us out. This man's lying. <laughs> but we'll see you down at the bar. Let's go to the bar and have a Thank drink. Thank you so much, guys. See you